Oh no. It's Mecha Game Villa. That's good. This is something that I actually really wanted to get out of the way anyway. Mm. So, cool. I mean, you, you can't be too careful nowadays. Speaking of which, have you ever... You know, well, no, I shouldn't say have you ever, but you know when you are in an STI clinic um, and you see someone... Like, obviously, it's quite... You're there for fucking hours mm -hmm. because you've gone on the free day, of course, yep. because you're not going to pay hand over fist to have someone swap your penis. Like, you're just not going to pay for that yeah. kind of thing, no matter how scared you are. And trust me, you're scared. So, but you know when you're waiting and you spot someone who, uh, amongst all the fucking detritus that the free day is attracted, you see someone that you, you kind of fancy them. Mm -hmm. But you don't... What do you say when you're in an STI clinic and you've spotted someone that you're Well, like, what's your gambit? It's kind of like, oh, so are you... Are you here because it's free? Are you into sex as well? Are you into fixing problems? Yeah. Maybe that that's a good gambit, man. Hey, I'm a problem are, solver too. Are you, are you scared as well? <laughs> you don't say it, you whisper it. <laughs> Hello, I'm Owen O'Donnell, aka Mecha Gamezilla, welcoming you back to the machine once again for Series 2. And um, there's only one difference in Season 2, I'm still... said se Season... Season is yeah, fine. I've slipped into an Americanism because I'm going more mainstream with this one. Yeah. And uh, the only difference now is David Lynch is here as well. Say hello, David. Good evening. It's great to have you here. Yeah, and um, it's pretty magical. All right. Uh, but my guest this time is Mr. Danny Eccles. Hello, Danny. Hi. Um, one hi everyone. Uh, I I'm I'm here uh, talking to you and David. Of course, uh -huh. I'm very very happy to meet David. Fantastic. Do you do you like games? What uh, and what, wait, what's Danny Eccles? What is Danny Eccles? Um, is that feeling you get um just after you set up? from a long train journey where you're kind of between enjoying the tingle and you're kind of anticipating walking like a fanny. That's, I suppose, if, if I have to present myself as an analogy, that's that's it. But in a shirt. But in a check shirt, always. Uh, I'm, I'm a retro gamer in the sense that I used to play games. <laughs> <laughs> a true retro gamer. A true retro gamer. Um, but I actually I upgraded very recently to PS3 uh, and it has um, a control pad, mm. uh, the capacity to play Blu-rays and it's filled almost entirely with games that my friends have bullied me into playing with the exception of one that I've pretty much downloaded by choice mm. and that's Shadow of the Colossus. That's my. That's my. Um, Have you played it through? It's my game. 
Uh, I played it through when I was in the tail end of high school, I think. Um, and I was incredibly high. Um, I got back into it. <laughs> had a little cheeky. Do you mind? I'm trying to talk here. I had a, another run through it after um, repurchasing it. And thankfully, it wasn't one of those things like Pink Floyd or Melba Toast, you know, things that you only enjoy when you're high. Like, I, I'd actually, I still absolutely adore it. And that's pretty much as modern as I get. Good. <laughs> 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 so you've picked the right guest. Chicken. Uh, connect. That happened. <laughs> there was a motion sensor Mega Drive controller. Shut the front door. Are you serious? I'm abs- I'm deadly serious. How the fuck did this let me buy? Mega Drive is pretty much the only console. I got my Mega Drive when I was maybe, t- well, far too old. Like everything uh, when I was a kid. Kid. Eh. Uh, when I was a child, um, like total one bar fire family, so I get a Mega Drive when I'm 25. <laughs> um, we got a telephone when I was in fifth year, and we only just figured out how to fix the tracking on my video <laughs> player um, last month. It's bottling, it's bottling down. Finally, watch fucking Twister. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> No, let's let's not die. I thought if we start on Yann de Bond, like that's us fucked. Your theme's fucked. Um, after I bought um after I bought my SNES, and uh, there was there, there wasn't any going back like at all. Like, I wasn't. I had I still had my Mega Drive at this point. I got shot of a lot of the merchandise and things like that and uh, games. People were more interested in buying my games than buying the actual Mega Drive, which probably speaks volumes. But remember, eventually selling my Mega Drive in a bid to impress a lady. Daniel, here's the thing, right? This this girl was I was I I was she might have been my first love, right? She was two feet taller than me. She had again a back you could project a film on, and I didn't care. I didn't care. She was my big giant beauty, and I. And I went to the cinema with uh, her and a bunch of other people, and we watched Titanic. Well, you mean anyone sitting behind her watched Titanic? <laughs> anyone in front of her was looking at a big blank screen. Sure. Anyone in front of her was watching me try not to take all my clothes off <laughs> and do that wee dance. <laughs> so, a little, uh, a little ways down the line, I figure right. I can, uh, I can impress this girl. I can tell her that I bought Titanic the day it came out. So do you know what I done? I sold my goddamn Mega Drive, and I bought Titanic on VHS widescreen, complete with the art of Titanic. <laughs> a company in big. A fucking drawing of a boat. <laughs> Did it me. have the drawing in it? It had the drawing. <laughs> <laughs> well, not that I want to guess how this story ends, but at least you still have that. <laughs> uh, here's how the story ends. I'm still a daft virgin. <laughs> <laughs> have you brought that book with you? <laughs> you know, I still have it. I still have the book. <laughs> I totally do. 
<laughs> back home, and I tell you what, it's between right now. It's it's back home, and it's between the making of Judge Dredd <laughs> and the making of Mars Attacks. <laughs> I'd like to say that Mars Attacks. For some one, reason, though. I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> how? Do, how? Uh, I... That was the end of Sega for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't blame them. <laughs> and I tell you what, I never actually did. She was. I never actually did really properly, you know, get a relationship out of it. But I was used. Well, at least there's that. At least there's that. She 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 used the wee spotty guy with the Nine Inch Nails t-shirt on and uh, it was the first up the top boob squeeze I had mm. eh? yeah. that's alright this is what you, you know get what? for so ladies and gentlemen sell your Sega products I presume that's because that was the only way you were able to reach them yep aye I had to I had to climb over <laughs> to <laughs> leave <Climbing> like fruit <laughs> <laughs> and we come right back to Shadow of the Colossus <laughs> That's a tip, no, we can't. <laughs> the fucking music swells. <laughs> Grabbing onto whatever hair you can find. <laughs> Looking for Boy, took me the four spot. days. <laughs> took me four days to find our ankle. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. No. Danny, are gamers bad people? <laughs> In the same sense that French folk are bad people. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. Who said that? <laughs> I think that um, I think there's a very uh, there's a very specific type of gamer, isn't there? Just as there's a very specific type of film fan. And I mean this in the nicest possible way. They're cunts. You have the Christopher Nolan fan, right? Do you? Yeah, nah, totally. What aye. happens? Yeah, these people that like who are so like they hate fun and joy so much. Now I, I, I like the Dark Knight trilogy just as much as I like a, an average meal, and also the nice feeling of being full afterwards, you know. But I also really like Batman and Robin. So what you're saying is sometimes you like dessert. Sometimes I like dessert. Sometimes I like dessert for a mean. And um, there are film fans who um, who will say, right, okay, I can only really get with um, someone who can realistically dress as a man bat and realistically punch a man who is massive and muscly and wears a lovely fur coat. I can only get with that realistically. What I can't get with uh, is a woman dressed in green spandex trying to poison you with a kiss. Because that's ridiculous. And the same applies to the logic of I can only get into games with a serious narrative but with very enjoyable gameplay. Right? So loads of folk actually write, okay, here's, here's an example. Right now, uh, a game... I'm not getting through a game I'm trying to get through is Mass Effect. Everyone, everyone is insisting that I get onto it and Danny, you'll love this. You'll love this game. You'll love this game, Danny. Danny, you should try this game. You'll love it. And it's a great game. All the elements are there. 
all the elements. But I'm not having any fucking fun. So I'm just not playing it that much. It's something that I'm just learning now about gaming. I like to have a bit of fun with my games. It's unfortunate that there's such a huge base, huge player base of players <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, like, fun, fun is this sort of weakness to the product almost. Mm -hmm. Like, as soon as things start to be fun, it's immature, and you don't want to be immature. You want to be, you want to be a badass. You want to be a grown-up playing games. You want to be a grown-up playing games, and uh, I'm looking forward to that going away <laughs> <laughs> because it's shit. <laughs> so right, okay, can can you recommend something for me to, to take me out this this depressing lull? There's a fun game to that you can download on the PlayStation Three called um, Hardcore Uprising. And do you ever play the Contra games? No. Well, uh, it's it's like a Contra game. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Sold. <laughs> so um, it plays like a Contra game, and uh, it's just fun. It's Run and gun, 2D, walk along, shoot your gun at the baddies, you get power-ups, you get bigger guns, there's bigger baddies, you shoot them, it's good. That's a fun game, I can think of. No, and right. it's colourful. They weren't afraid to put in lots of colours. Well, I, did, I downloaded the Miami Hotline, and again, it's, this is kind of like, this is going back to retro game. I have like... to stop you, because <laughs> everyone listening is absolutely furious. Oh, really? Because I... Because it's called Hotline Miami. Oh! <gasps> and honest, like, I'm not one to. Uh... It's like. It's, <laughs> have you seen that, that I, Lost I just... Ark of Raiders? <laughs> I have. It's a belter, it was, it isn't was it? It's better than the. <laughs> than the other With one. Johannes Jones. The, uh, the striking back of the Empire. I'm such a total dad. You have made a terrible choice <laughs> having me. The, the Jedi returns. <laughs> I'm looking at the only two posters I can see. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and can, hang, hang on. <laughs> right, okay. Romantic truth. Fiction pulp. <laughs> uh, hang on. <laughs> The fellas who were good. <laughs> it's an ironic one, that, because they're not good at all. They're not good at all. Sorry, they're they're shits. They're, one of them gets out a big filing cabinet and <laughs> smashes another young fella uh, for not tying his legs. Uh, so you've, you've made an absolute terrible choice having me as your uh, Series 2 opener, because it's pretty much like... Have you ever asked um, like your dad or a dad... Um, directions to somewhere he's not really that familiar with. But he fancies, he fancies he, his chances. Fancies his chances, and do you know what the weird thing is? He'll get you there. Somehow, he'll get you there. My favourite... Uh, Only I won't get you there. My favourite was um, a guy who was asked for directions. <laughs> okay. And the guy said, 
I can tell you the long way that I know or the short way that I don't. <laughs> God bless him. Now the important question is, what did you go for? Uh, the short way. <laughs> Never made it. <laughs> <laughs> I totally. I'm still finding the place. <laughs> and this is how I came here. <laughs> so, to answer your question... What were you saying about Miami Hotline? <laughs> Can we please cut that? <laughs> no, go on. No, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> no, you know what? You know what? Gamers are like, they're very forgiving and understanding and a little yeah. mistake like that will in no way cause them to smash yeah. their iPods against their own faces. And you will not lose any followers or listeners. <laughs> Like how how dare he? <laughs> this is my time. Well, this is the thing, right? After this, I'm presuming this does tie into our gamers' shits. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're we're back, back in the room. <laughs> yes, then. <laughs> Fuck him. Giving me all this bullshit because I mispronounced the title of a fucking game. What did you think about that game? I haven't played it. <laughs> <laughs> I just really like so, the design. Uh, <laughs> so you could have downloaded wallpapers and gotten just as much anyway. Um, no, I'm kidding. I've, uh, I've had a little run through. Uh, and yeah, I, I love it. And I, the well, everything about it, particularly the the tone, mm. it's, it's, it's the rarest example of a, a, you know, of a new game that I've actually had a lot of fun with. I mean, I've, I've played through... Um, Bioshock, uh, since I bought my PS3, Bioshock, uh, Arkham City, I had it recommended. It's You're not smiling at me, Danny. Well, going back to Nolan. Tell me. I'll tell you this, right? Come on. There was nights where I sat up and about an hour into gaming, I realised... I could have watched two episodes of Erie, Indiana by now. Maybe. Maybe I'm not built to be a gamer. Maybe, maybe I am. Maybe I'm just having the wrong games recommended to me. Maybe people presume that because I like cinema, I love cinematic games and, you know, games inspired by cinema. Well, I was going to ask you about this, actually. You're, you're into the cinema. I'm into the films. Like, right? you're, you're so into the films that you attracted to women who can be used as projectors <laughs> projector screens um, that's I mean that's that's in pretty deep the trend of games trying to ape films mm-hmm. what what do you think about it do you think games should keep their nose out should those should they try to stick to their own path or do you think it's a good thing that there's crossover happening do you think games mm. trying to be like films is a good thing no oh, I think that's great I think that's fantastic I mean the idea like it's kind of like only, counter I, I just gotta say before you go on the only people who weren't furious now they're furious <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm learning on. a lot I'm learning a lot Um I think it's great like it's kind of like a counter 3D cinema for me because uh, film itself shouldn't be as immersive as a lot of morons would like you to want it to be, um, if you can't, if you can't tell a story with a basic format, and I say basic format of motion picture, film, 
dialogue, music, absolutely every aspect, then you're doing something very fucking wrong. But if you can have a running narrative that you can you can control and you can participate in, then that's that's fantastic, that's great. If the narrative's good. And it's just a case of the uh, it's just a case of like Mad Max. It's a case of there finally being a good Mad Max game, right? Now hear me out. If you were to if you were to make a game of say high fidelity, like you're gonna have four people play that. Me, Nickel, and then two people that we try to make play it. I'd play that I, I like the book. Well, cool. There you go. We've got we've got the full demographic co- covered, right? Whereas if you've got, you know, original material like Mad Max, there's so many so many things you can do uh, mm. with that game. But as far as I understand, the uh, uh, precursor to Fury Road was pretty atrocious, which is heartbreaking because you know you can do so much with it. I heard that it's only taken them until now to finally make a good Alien game. Mm. I had a go of it. Was that right? Yeah, good. <laughs> Gave me the willies. <laughs> Did they put the willies right up you? All the way. <laughs> to the talking? rim. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> to the hill. That's not going in. That's not going in. <laughs> no. No. Did you say nerd? I got a lift home from my mate Johnny back home. He was... Uh, I didn't realise he was he was drunk at the time, right? Uh, he was at the pub with us. He was uh, he was over in the bar side, and we were sitting in the lounge, so we didn't really like. I didn't see him drinking until he came through later on at night, and uh, we were chatting away and things like that. And he seemed super composed. He's like, "Hey man, I'm I'm heading up the road. Do you need a lift?" I was like, "Aye, cool, no bother." And he like he's he's got a couple of other boys he's giving a run home to as well. So I figure, okay, designated driver. I get in the car with him and we're just like about two minutes away from my home and he's like, um, cool, uh, is this, uh, which, which left is it here? I was like, what? Which left is it? And your only left was onto either a train track or a loch. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you go for? <laughs> a loch. <laughs> I fancied a wee, a wee sobering Everyone experience. take a deep breath. Aye, totally. We're Roll up your windows. Aye, this is, this is not a James Bond car. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to end well, or with women. James Pond. <laughs> oh, straight back in Just there. Just taking it back. Um, actually, it's funny I should mention James Pond. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> so... Before we go on to the questions, yeah, let's uh, talk video game news. Cool. There'll be a sting there. Video game controversy. In the second series, I'm going to start actually looking at what's happening in the video game news, because in cool. the first series, just completely ignored it, but, you know, it's a big part of it now. So, <laughs> this, you might actually have heard this. Right. Because... It's quite notable, and I know you don't really follow the video game news yourself, but you know Lemmings. Yeah. The creator of Lemmings, David Jones. What David Jones. Cliff? No, no. He has. He's left the industry. 
because he was sent a bag of pubes that were <laughs> painted green. Presumably, because that's the hair colour of lemmings in, in the lemmings games. Oh, but... Now, this, you're laughing, but I mean, this is someone who had quite a lot of pedigree. He created Grand Theft Auto as well, like the, the original one. But now that's him. He says he's oh, really? out. So, because... Really? Because uh, someone cause sent him a... Green pubes. Like <laughs> green pubes. Yeah, so what do you think? I think if you're... I think if you're the recipient of a bag of green pubes, an overreaction would be, I need to stop working. I think if you're sending a bag of green pubes, the overreaction would be to keep living. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> if, you, if you think, hey, I'm going to shave off all my curlies, <clears throat> paint them any colour, Green, it doesn't matter. Then, but they were green in this game. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Just, you know, if you're painting your shorn pubes and sending them to a person, presumably who you might even respect, mm. what else have you got to offer? It's it's hard for me to think that this was an act, a malicious act. You know, I mean, <laughs> sure, it's not what most people want to see coming through the letterbox. <laughs> But, uh, but, you know, like, I, I think if you really hated someone, like... Do you think this was an act to hate? I don't think so. Why would you hate the creator of Lemmings? That's why I think I think the green pubes, I think it was part of a... I, I, I think the person who did this probably thought they were being quite amusing. <laughs> well, kind of aside, I think I would have still found that rather amusing. I don't. I don't see why you should. Uh, should that said, I mean, up. you have to kind of. At the same time, it's easy for us to say, "Ah, uh, you know, calm down, man." But uh, let's say pubes came through your letterbox tomorrow, <laughs> and you were a bit upset about it. Uh -huh. Like, what if someone then walked up to you and said, oh, "Come on, man! They, they probably just like you." Would Would you accept that right away? Well, the only way I would accept that is if. In amongst those pubes was a little post-it note with some lyrics of one of my songs in there. But sending someone just generic pubes doesn't send much of a message. Generic pubes. Generic pubes. <laughs> what, <laughs> what elevates pubes above... Uh, generic level, generic. being painted. Okay. <laughs> That's enough to uh, yeah. To yeah that's that's them. fairly specific pubes. Okay. What yeah. else could you do with like pubes you that had, would elevate them beyond generic status? Uh, you could um, glue them to uh, Sylvanian Sylvanian family dolls, like give them little pubic afros. <laughs> you could make you could uh, you could make a cushion for um, like you could make a little uh, pillow for your action men. Right. Maybe a, maybe a stuff just a single layer in the middle of a lasagna. Oh, yeah, I you could do that. No, on top and amongst the cheese. Mm. Mm. Bechamel sauce. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so if you want to not have generic pubes, 
paint them is the message that we're getting across here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame, though. I can't help that it's a shame. It I is think, a shame, uh, right? But what else? one what? less star in the sky, too. Right, yeah. But what has he done recently? Is he, what, is he contributing uh, to the industry not, much? That's not fair, though. That's, that's, no, no, well, if he's if the big deal is that he's quit and he's given up, like, what exactly has he given up? Is, it, is he given up a current project or is he just given up a legacy? Well, he lives in Dundee. <laughs> he's already given up. <laughs> I'm reminded of... One instantly tries to think what kind of cult, what kind of person could do this. And I think it could have been someone like a guy I knew who uh, anyone who would visit his house, he would take some of their hair and sellotape it to the, the roof of his bedroom. His, the, the, the roof of his, the ceiling of his bedroom was like a carpet <laughs> of human hair and sellotape. What? Yep. Was, did this guy also have dozens of bodies buried in the walls? That would be rude to ask. <laughs> I gave them. You'd certainly find out the hard way. <laughs> when you're popping oh, your head in. The dad tap, two fingers on the wall, two fingers on the <laughs> back end. He, he had uh, a ceiling covered in hair and a Britney Spears poster. <laughs> <laughs> and a Fear Factory hoodie. <laughs> Don't lose your way. Feedback. Someone asks. <laughs> I want to go for a shite at school, but I'm scared I'll get bullied. What do I do? It's a good question. I have an interesting shiting at school experience do story it. to tell. Right, okay, so um, I'm, you know what? I'm going to give it the guy's full name because I think this will elevate him to uh, <laughs> legendary status. If you want, I can uh, take the bit of audio where you say his name. And play it backwards. That would be amazing, man. In fact, see if you could do that a lot throughout the podcast, because I want people to believe that I'm in Do you want me to do same... that with uh, Miami Hotline so it comes out right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the inflection would be all fucked. It would be amazing. Right, okay, so I went to um, uh, primary school um, a few years ago. <laughs> I'll start again. So I went to primary school with this guy called Here's Fuck And uh, in primary four, five, uh, we were in such a place in the in the school where we had like this uh, like courtyard just outside the teachers could overlook and make sure we weren't battering fuck out of each other and everything like that. And we were outside and Here's Fuck was battering fuck out of some guy. So he got asked to stay in. Uh, one lunchtime he was in detention uh, but he got back out and then it happened again so they had to actually lock him in the class so he was locked in this class and we were all outside playing away and stuff like that all bad <laughs> there were a lot of Catholics in this school <laughs> oh and it uh, doesn't matter and <laughs> Let's forgive. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what they do best. And um, we were all coming back into class. We were all coming back into class and we noticed a bit of a stench in the air. 
and I called it. It was like, this guy's taking a shit in the bin. <laughs> like, it smells atrocious. This wee guy's taking a shit in the bin. And uh, we were in before the teacher, Mrs. Preston. And uh, I opened the window. It was getting quite fucking unbearable. And like, so five minutes later, I smell dissipated and stuff like that. Mrs. Preston comes strolling in. We had these little cubby trays with all our jotters and everything in. So she heads straight up to all the trays. Opens up the top one to take my jotter out. Opens up another one. Diarrhea spills out on her wrist. He had a wee, a wee runny jobby. And <laughs> one of the cubby trays. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so your advice to whoever asked that question would be? Uh, just... Use go, a... Just go to the toilet <laughs> or, a, or a cubby tree. <laughs> see, does anyone have a poo story from school? A uh, guy knew uh, had a wank and a jacks and he was caught and uh, never, never really recovered from the shame of it. Good. <laughs> Spent his entire life since trying to uh, just make new friends who don't know about it. But someone always finds out he's made new friends and tells them. That's a Could you imagine having a wank in the school, Jack's like? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> what now? Oh, Danny. <laughs> no, no. Did you then? No. No, I remember... Uh, the locks were too jodgy. <laughs> <laughs> I got um, I got sent through to uh, another room in Modern Studies. Uh, a whole room? That's quite... Uh, a whole whole another room. Uh, and I remember ripping the nut in that, in that class. But uh, I'll be honest with you, it's not something I'm entirely proud of and I probably shouldn't have said in a situation like this. Shenanigans asks... I want to be eaten by Yoshi, turned into an egg, and then thrown at enemies. Is it wrong to want to die in the service of Yoshi? I'd say it's. Uh, I'd say that's perfectly healthy, um, if not admirable. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, if you want to die in the service of anyone, I mean, personally, I'd go with someone along the lines of Michael Barrymore. You know, a man who murdered. <laughs> hey, that's where that cuts. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I think Barrymore did it. <laughs> John Q. Everyman asks If you had to cosplay as a fictional character in public, who would it be and why? Good question. McBP asks, which FMV sequence have you tried to crack one off to? I remember um, we had this uh, really weird friend who uh, used to invite us over when wrestling was on and that's when the alarm signs started ringing. He would. Uh, he was the first of us to buy a, a a PlayStation, and obviously now known as PS One, of course. 
he was the first out of the lot of us to, to buy this and he got a lot of the uh, the related magazines and everything like that and uh, it was a big it always always went on about Lara Croft and we had this running joke that he would rip the nut to her and he wouldn't be coming out because he was ill but we knew that he would actually just be staying in playing Tomb Raider and chucking talc and having Tom Hanks having Tom Hanks Having lots of Joe versus the volcanoes, <laughs> and but what about Bob? A <laughs> <laughs> bit of sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> You've got mail, pal. <laughs> and we came over to visit him one afternoon, and he's like, "Oh, check this article out, Danny. You'll love it." And it's like, "Cool, no bother, man." And four pages were stuck together. And it was two centrefolds of Lara Croft in one of our photos. It was like um, like it was like a a, a mock up of a, a loaded centrefold. So she's belly down in a shallow pool, with her her arse peeking up. Um, those that wouldn't open. All I seen were the all I seen were the peaks <laughs> of her arse, arse cheeks. And I said to him, Neil, these pages are stuck together. <laughs> Sorry to give his name away. And he grabbed the magazine off me and looked at my friend, not me, looked directly in my friend's eye and said, Danny's lying. (laughs) 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 So I haven't, but pretty much any sequence featuring Lara Croft, I'm pretty certain... Mummy. Did he has. have Anna Kornikova smash core tennis? <laughs> the PlayStation one by any chance? He totally did. <laughs> he, totally, he fucking fully did. <laughs> the mark of the deviant. Uh. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> But it was it's it was true of uh, Gaming magazines of the nineties, particularly PlayStation magazines, they really they were practically just lad mags. Aye, totally. So um, it's something that really put me off um, gaming because at that age I just thought, oh, okay, this is what this is about, you know, because it wasn't a massive part of my life. I only kind of, you know, at that point anyway, like you know, it was it, like just when PlayStation came out, I'd I'd kind of started to lose interest in gaming. Not in a not in a massive way. Just I had a far stronger interest in film and music at the time, and they they totally took over. Games always been there, just to try and <laughs> keep some of us. So you've been waiting for a new Anachronic over Smash Cortez <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. to come out. We all are. <laughs> so like at that point, um, my uh, interpretation of gaming was Neil. <laughs> you know whose name I absolutely promised to remove in the edit <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so when I when at that point in time when I thought of gaming I thought lads top lads that's what this is all about when I when I see stuff that's written now about like why hasn't gaming grown up at all I think open up a fucking 
PlayStation 1 magazine and you'll see that <laughs> it, it has changed because the last time I opened up a PlayStation 1 magazine, there was an interview with the propeller heads uh, <laughs> in, in between two pages of just uh, big, big bloody tits. What? Uh, and uh, there was a, a woman with big tits in a cleavage. <laughs> I remember um, Games Master magazine constantly making puns at Knuckles. Like, there was always, so not puns, innuendos about Knuckles. I remember that being a recurring issue mm-hmm. with them. And well, there was Dominic Diamond's big, thick purple column. Oh, yeah. King Potter. I went to a gig about three or four years ago with my cousin and I and uh, it was a Halloween gig and it was at an old place in Glasgow called The Barfly, it's shut down now, right? But this was in the tail end of it and this was, uh, you know, this was its swan song and we all kind of knew the place was quite shut down and everything like that so we all really made a big deal of it and uh, a music journalist, Jim Gellatley, showed up and this guy's the uh, the godfather of unsigned Glasgow bands if you get a mention on his show next thing you know you're in the skinny next thing you know one of your songs may get played in six music at four in the morning and we got prize for best costume we were dressed as Wayne and Garth and uh, because it was a, a Halloween special we went with uh, Wayne and Garth who had been in a fight and we were covered in blood and scars. And we'd been in a fight over Heather Lockley. We had a whole backstory and stuff like that. It was top, top chat. And how I realised the chat was chronic was when Dominic Diamond spoke to us about it and couldn't stop laughing. <coughs> we made Dominic Diamond laugh like fuck. That's when I knew... <laughs> The lowest gone. ebb. Aye, that's that. That's when I knew it all gone a bit, a bit chocolate, a bit um, advent calendar. You know, Aye. fucking day day twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember looking at my cousin like there was this, there was this kind of awkward silence between her and I where we realised we've done wrong. <laughs> I've done a bad. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Dominic Diamond's totally loving this pattern. <laughs> Alex Goodwin asks, how often should I change my underwear if I'm a medium soiler? I can tell you how often you should change your underwear if you're a medium. Um, like, uh, like Derek Akora. Like, he must have to change his uh, underwear often. He's, he's constantly liaising with the dead, you know, relaying their messages. Um, and a consistently strong Liverpoolian accent. It's mm. like, you know, no matter who he is, he's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I can't do a Liverpoolian accent. Oh, okay, right, I'll try again. Is it Derek Akora? I have no idea what you're talking Derek about. Derek Akora. <laughs> the guy from Most Haunted with the vet fielding. TV show in which they communicate with the dead and he's a scouse guy right and no matter who he's, he's uh, channeling 
he has this strong Liverpudlian accent the entire fucking time. Mm. So like he's he's chatting away, and he's like you know, oh, <laughs> <laughs> my name's Anna Conde, and I'm from Malawi. <laughs> I'm here to talk to you. I'm here to talk to you about your dead mum. <laughs> <laughs> she had a really hard time of it in Ghana. <laughs> Does anyone ever just say, I'll leave it? It's fine. <laughs> Even if they believe him. You know what? It's fine, this Derek. Isn't how I want it. It's it's no it's no worries. But as a medium soiler. Well, I suppose, man. Like, if you're if you're a medium soiler and you're you're probably talking maybe one a day. Like, do you know what the Neptune's kiss is? No, go on. And like, if you've not, like, you know how if you you wipe and you wipe and you wipe and nothing's happening, it's like wiping a permanent marker. Mm. Like, if you just you leave a wee kiss on your shorts, like, mm. yeah, yeah, you get the wee brown pucker. That's uh, that's the Neptune's kiss. So if you're just leaving them, that's what I'd class as a medium soiler. Heavy soiler, someone who leaves girth in there, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, when you can when you can feel heft. Yeah, like if there's heft, you've then got uh, you got you got a problem. Um, well, my tip would be, uh, we all know the classic, flip the undies inside out. Yep. But what many people don't think of is the flipping front way round. <laughs> I mean, that's another day. And then, I know you're thinking, well, that's not sorted. But then, flip it inside out, front way round. Front way round, yeah. That's, uh, that's four. You've got four yeah. tries there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> think about the logistics of that for a moment. Yeah, well, think about the logistics. So, uh, you're, you're wearing your underpants. Mm-hmm. You, you work your way through them. You're working your way through each possible layer. And then... You spin them round. Think about the logistics of that. Spin it around like Kylie. So there's a... You know... You've got Joby balls. Joby balls, but also it might give you a little bit of extra package. Oh, aye. Do you reckon that's maybe what the Led Zeppelin boys done? They gave themselves Joby balls. Reckon? Where do you think I got the idea? (laughs) (laughs) Then, you virtually wait through them. Flip inside out. So what's happening there? Well, you've got job to gene contact. Surely that's not good, man. Surely there's there's uh, bleeding through. Mm. You know, a bit of job just coming through. Well, I mean, I'm not going to deny it. At this point, you have to look after yourself. I mean, I'm not talking about... I wouldn't go for a night out at this stage. Although at this stage you've got jobby balls, so what the fuck do you care about anything? Well, I wouldn't be doing a night out in this situation. This would be more for the day after where, you know, you've just got a family affair or something. Ah, yeah. So you get away with it. And then you flip those around. Right. And that's your fourth day. What was I saying? Uh, oh, thanks for coming. Uh, aye, thanks for having me. No, really, thanks for having me, man. Uh, it's just like, uh, oh, I'm going to start again. <laughs>